Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You serious? Hello, this is How To Kill An Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. And I'm Funk Butcher. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Funk, if you want to be up on what's happening in the world of How To Kill An Hour, what would you suggest you need to do? I suggest you get your ass over to howtokillanhour.com. That's right, baby. Where you can check out everything we do to kill time, stuff we talk about on the show, smoking paraphernalia. No, 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 none of that on there at the, mo- at the moment. At the moment, but yeah, everything no, we talk not about. Yeah, nah, not yet. Everything we talk about here on How to Kill an Hour, you can find out by going to howtokillanhour.com. Uh, Funk. Also, if you would like to contact us via some form of social media, how? What's the easiest way? of finding us have we got many different types of social media outlets that have underscores in weird places plus ones exclamation marks <laughs> dollar signs nope 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 it's very simply it's how to kill an hour dot com <laughs> simples baby so simple mm. so so simples um we spoke about a lot in the last show uh, about Christmas presents, yeah, yep. and we've got a couple of more g- or things that are, that are interesting. They're kind of gifty that that we that we missed out on, and we've also got some other interesting things to talk about in the world of tech. Because as always, there is always techie things going on in the world. How are you doing though, Funk? At the moment, before we crack on with today's show, how's how's tricks for you? How I'm you good. been killing some time? I'm good. I'm living. I've been making a lot of bit of, uh, a lot of bit of yeah, a lot of bit of music. Yeah. So, alarm clocks going off. Yeah. It's just my alarm clock to pick up my kids. So my kids just waiting outside the school gates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll be all right. Yeah, Someone will get them. Right. Someone will get them. Social services will get, get them. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been making a lot of music, cracking on with the label. Got some exciting releases coming in 2018. That I'm really happy about. Lots of merchandise also. Lots of houseology caps. Uh, vinyl um, is coming out in the new year. So... If you want to head over to houseologylabel.com, you can see uh, all of that have a butcher's. So that's houseologylabel.com? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm sure Billy will put a link to houseologylabel.com in the show description Wicked. for you to nice, check out. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, man. Cool. Uh, one of your songs got kind of a political slant to it, Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah. Can we, can we play a bit of it? Yeah. Are we, are we allowed to? Where, where's the best place for me to go and get a clip of it right now? I think the best place would be on my Twitter yeah. It's my pin tweet. Okay. Yeah. At the moment it is. Yeah. If you're listening to this in 2020, that it, <laughs> it may be a different one. In the future. Let's see what let's see what we're dealing with out here. Right, let me get the volume on this one. Okay, let's 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 go. One second. Oh. 
Fortanut. Oké. Okay. Uh. Oh, fuck about Donald Trump. What's the name? What is the actual name of the tune? The tune's called Public Service Announcement. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. The artwork's quite sick. Insider. Right now you're listening to How to Kill an Hour F. Okay, I'm going to stop doing that now. Um, so yeah, sick, man. That's wicked. Uh, what have I been doing? Not much, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I finished all my Christmas shopping in early October. Yeah. So I'm just wrapping up the little kind of you know you always get a little side present that you forget for someone or someone comes into your situation that yeah. you need to get something for i'm yeah. doing that so i'm kind of relishing the fact that i'm not gonna have to do much over christmas other than drink brandy i'm back on the brandy <laughs> you know i like a drink funk but i drink vodka most of the year because brandy sits on my head for a few how years would after you describe it. a drink to someone who doesn't drink so what is brandy in the ground is it strong is it medium is it so for a lightweight so the, the cognac that yeah. i like to drink okay. is is a spirit yeah so it's a spirit so so for example you get uh, where is it next to smirnoff ice because i've had smirnoff ice before okay cool so you go smirnoff ice i'd say is in the sort of alco pop area yeah. right but it's a bougie alco pop though okay so it's not like hooch uh-huh. or vk uh-huh. yeah or, or yeah vk used to be like the lower end okay and then you have like wkd when you're like 16 and you're like a guy have the, like the blue one the girls might have the pink one you know? yeah. okay. okay. and then like you might have a beer which is okay. a little bit stronger yeah uh depending on the beer you have okay or and then after a, a glass of wine okay. that's a bit stronger then maybe a port or a sherry okay uh and then are you doing these in order of strength yeah, in strength. Okay. Uh, then there's a few things that are kind of in betweeny, okay. uh, uh, and then you hit the spirits, which are generally between like thirty, forty percent. Okay, uh, and a beer or or, or VKs, they're like three or to five or six okay. percent. Okay, so that's so significantly stronger. Hence, you get the brandy and coke drinkers because they like to mix it down a little okay. bit. Okay, so if uh, a if a smell of ice is a one, yeah. What is a brandy? Is that a 15? Is that a 20? It's, it's going to be a 7 because you've, oh, okay. like, you've got things like absinthe which are like you drink it and go blind. Really? Apparently so. Okay. Uh, and then and then at the 10 you've got like medicinal level alcohol which is like 100% alcohol which will just kill you if you drink it. It's the sort of stuff if a fly landed on your glass and you had 100% alcohol it would just fall into it and die. <laughs> And it'll be sterile. Can that be sold it. with this little alcohol? Uh, I, I reckon if it's there, someone's selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Boss man at the local shop doesn't sell it though. But like okay. clear drinks though, yeah. I will say this, clear drinks generally give yeah. people less of a hangover. White spirits, shall I say, clear spirits give people less of a hangover than spirits that have got colour in them. And I, my belief behind it is that there's extra additives which you get which give you flavour and they mm. add to the hangover there's probably another thing mm. that the scientists know about but that's my understanding and yeah wine gives you a cracking hangover wine is strong that's a creepers wine is strong yeah so wine gives you a bit, a bit, bit of a um, bit of a hangover no quite a bit of a hangover if you drink too much of it but as with all alcohol drink sensibly and responsibly and yet responsibly that's it drink responsibly and if you're not going to you are the the person who has brought it upon yourself but over Mm. christmas i will be consuming some cognac copious amounts copious amounts of cognac i was introduced to cognac at a very young age like (laughs) it's 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 a it's a beverage which people it's a black drink i will say 
a brandy is a black drink, man. Can so I just you can't put, say you can't say put, brandy at a black man's drink. Can I just put out a disclaimer on behalf of Marcus's parents that he how he came about it, that is his business. They nah. had they had nothing to do Let with me, it. They are responsible members yeah. of society. No, when I mean, the way you said that, I, way, I, I came out. No, let, let, <laughs> me, let, 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 me, age. let me explain myself. So okay. like, so where I, I think I, I did the WKD thing early. Yeah. I enjoyed that WKDs, VK, I did all that sort of stuff. Okay. So, we, so how young are we talking when you say young age then? I'm talking like 70, 80, oh, 80 like 19. five years old. Is that? But I mean like to, to, to <laughs> deep, to deep, <laughs> five, five swinging a bottle of Hennessy around. That's a conversation. Yeah. A lot of people are, are at my age then they'll be like vodka coke drinkers, mm. yeah. But I used to go to these raves uh, by uh, a guy called Chris Sweeney, uh, RJS Sound. Uh, oh yeah, I know yeah, Chris. New, New yeah, Winter Road yeah, yeah, Show. Yep, yep. And we Shout used to, to drink, New Winter Road Show. Yeah, so we used to hang around the elder people. Yeah, an older generation was drinking brandy, so we wanted to be like them. So we drank brandy. So we got a <laughs> taste for that beverage very okay. early on in our in our life. What's a brandy brand that I would know? Hennessy. Okay, that's a brandy. Co- okay, yeah, Cavossier. Oh, you know, okay. So they're all brandies. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Uh, Remy Martel. Remy Martin. Sorry, Remy Martin. Sorry, Remy Martel. Sorry, that's two different brandies. Martel. Sorry, is a different brand. Remy Martin. Okay, so the rapper is named after a brandy. Remy Ma. Yeah, she's. She, yeah, I told you it's a black drink, man. Okay. I thought I was just throwing that out. There is. <laughs> if if you can't tell me that Hennessy isn't associated with black people having a good time, yeah, you're, you're silly. Okay. You're silly. Okay. Nas is sponsored by Hennessy. Oh really? Yeah, come on, it's hip hop, man. Okay. Um, so, um, so yeah, basically. So uh, what's Ciroc then? Ciroc is a vodka, okay, but it is not made with the same stuff that regular vodka is, which is potato. It's made with grape snaps. Now, grape snaps technically mean that vo- that Ciroc is a wine because grape wine is yeah, made, from, made grapes. from grapes. Yeah. Hence the the wave that Ciroc gives you being very different to that of say a Smirnoff or a Belvedere or a Grey Goose. So it's technically not a vodka then, though, because it's made of grapes. A lot of vodka people have uh, were up in arms about it and were a bit moaning. <laughs> so, yeah. What's wrong with Puffy, man? He's always changing the he's game. A, he's a G. <laughs> Shout out to Puffy, man, just introducing us to this to this stuff that isn't really vodka, but it's prepared in the same way that vodka, they say. But I heard that vodka's like the bosses of that are Russians. Is it yeah, that, is that yeah, true? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I don't think Diddy's going to be rolling over to Russia very soon. Okay. But yeah, so like, you know, I like to consume brandy and, and I'm, it doesn't agree with me as in, I can't function on a high level after a weekend of drinking brandy mm. throughout the year. But luckily at Christmas, I haven't really got to function at a high level, have I? <laughs> I've just got to function at some sort of coherent level. That's I guess fun. so, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. And you've so, got to pass the potatoes, yeah. Yeah, pass the potatoes. The Brussels sprouts, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Going over to mum's house, helping out at that Christmas dinner. You might drop a few plates. Yeah, probably. Probably. But you know what? It's all right, man. I've got this. I've got this. I've got a good story about it. Right, now there's something called mushions, right? And <laughs> it's, I'm not talking about paraphernalia, but we got. So sent, let me just—you said mushions, not mushrooms. Mushions, like cushions, mushions, mushions. Okay, I call it. cool. And we got sent over a box of them, and you can get them from Firebox, right? Mm. Uh, the can vegans have these? Firebox.com. Yes, they are vegan friendly. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and they are basically cushions with your face on them. Now we've been sent some. Yeah, and I think they're pretty cool. Hence the name, because they never. Word for face is your mush. Your mush, yeah, your yeah. mush. Uh, I really like them. You can get a single, couple, or a threesome. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, you can. Yeah, uh, we got sent five, so That's I don't know what that is. Cause That's... a lot of arguments. Imagine the three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what five's called. Five's is just called an orgy. We got an orgy of them sent Could to us. Could you imagine having threesome mushrooms? Like you, 
you got one for your wife and you got one for your mistress. It's just like, eh, eh, hey. You and you give the wrong ones <laughs> to the wrong person. Uh, who's this? Oh, shit. But yeah, so we got sent them. They're basically cushions with your face on them. Okay. I found them quite amusing. Yeah. Do you like yours? Yeah, I like mine. I like mine. Do you like yours, Billy? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we got ones for, for Nick and Dev as well. Uh, so check them out. Uh, they're, a, they're a funny little present you want to get for your mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if it's not for Christmas, you might want to get them for it, like, for their birthday or something. Yeah. Or you can all you can get loads of them and then just go out with them on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, but anyway, in the world of tech, the tech super giant, the richest company in the world, <laughs> Apple, have they are, They're acquired. the richest company in the world? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Overtake, overtaking Microsoft. Oh, fuck yeah. Wow. Bruv. Grand, on, gra- grand for an iPhone X. Yeah. You want me to call it 10, don't you? I'm still going to call it. <laughs> a grand for an iPhone X. <sighs> they're killing it, bruv. They're okay. killing it. Uh, what are they up to now? I don't know what they're on. They're on ridiculous money. Yeah. They're, they're on that sort of money where you can say it with your little finger against your face. <laughs> Billion <laughs> Dr. Evil. Exactly. But Apple, they've acquired the music discovery app called Shazam. Shazam's been around for a while. I know about Shazam. Shazam started off in like two thousand nineteen ninety-eight or nineteen ninety-nine. Whoa. As a company that you picked up your phone, dialed a number, held it to a speaker in a club, and they would text you the name of the song that was playing. Oh my god. That was the original yes, Shazam. I remember. And they charge you twenty P, fifty P, whatever. That was it. It was great. They then developed their app, which I think dropped in two thousand seven or eight ios app and then mm. obviously that meant that they could be a lot more creative and interesting about it you could get links to purchase the song you could get links to, to you could add it to playlists on spotify yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. you know they integrated quite well and even though text changed we all go through that situation where we hear a song and go oh where's that from mm-hmm. do you know what i mean um so apple let's say fuck it we're gonna buy you buy you uh and they bought them <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently they bought them for 400 mil I've been reading, which is weird because Shazam were valued at one billion. Oh man! A little while back, but with that being said, yeah, they only pulled fifty-four million in revenue on their last forecast. Yeah, so, so someone in business was telling me that your value is ten times what you pull. Yeah. So Apple obviously got a little deal off them. Especially or if they're free, yeah, free times. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it free times? Yeah, yeah? cool. Yeah. So so Apple got a little deal anyway off them. Anyway, if they're valued at a bill and they got them for 400 mil, that's Apple. It's still going to hurt though. If yeah. Because if you're valued at 1 billion, you're valued at 1 billion. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's just a valuation though, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a value. Like, And that's a good point actually. Yeah. However much you're valued at, doesn't mean that's what you're going to sell at. Yeah. You're only at, you're at the value that you actually sell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's like when someone says a house is worth a mil. It's only worth a mil once you've sold it for that mil. Exactly. Someone could come along and say, our oh, foundations are fucked, yeah. half a mil. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. So at that point in time, they had the chance to, mm. to cash out at a billion and they probably tried to play hardball, I guess. Honestly, with you, Funk, if I offered you 400 mil? Yeah, I'd take it. <laughs> but I, I, I would take it. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd feel a little bit gutted if a couple of months ago, you, um, that was a billion, that, that value. Yeah. Yeah. um so that's happened how is this going to benefit us though really because that's what we want to know how is shazam being owned by apple going to benefit us what are the consequences 
Well, as a result, the most obvious way the music discovery app can help Apple is via Apple Music. Uh, if they shut down the app and integrate it into iOS, one would assume that Siri, somebody could ask for a track name and Siri, well, what's this track? And Siri could say, here's the track, listen to it on Apple Music. <laughs> Taking away the Spotify referrals that are there at the moment. Uh, excuse me, Monopoly board, we mm-hmm. got a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the click-through rate per day for Shazam that goes to Spotify is one million downloads. That's a million downloads Apple could curve onto their app or streams, should we say, that yeah. Apple could push yeah. their way. Yeah. Billy, you use Apple Music. Can I steal you for a second, brother? I know you're busy producing stuff. And I know you've enjoyed sharing germs in the studio, so you'd like to share some yeah, more. Go, go ahead. Uh, Apple Music, if you like a tune, can you just stream it? What do you mean as in... Through Shazam. Through Shazam. Uh, yeah, because I use Spotify. Uh, I very rarely use Shazam, but you, you can use Apple Music with it. So if you've got Apple Music and you just want to hear a song, any song, can you just play it without downloading it or do you have to download it? Yeah, it's basically, it's basically Spotify, but Apple's version of Spotify. Okay, so Apple have bought themselves into 365 million streams a year then. Could I interject yeah. there? Because I haven't signed up to Apple Music. Same. And there is no way I can listen to music on Apple Music, even if it's just a preview. You know, um, before Apple Music was around, there was just iTunes and yeah. you'd listen to the, the, the clipping before you actually purchased the track. Now, you can't do that with Apple Music, but you can do that with Spotify. Because obviously Spotify still have a free account. Yeah. So that's the bit that's a bit interesting. So what? Hmm. Mm. But this is if they decide to. They might not. They might play fair and they might let you Spotify. They might let you go to Spotify. They might be told to, like you said, Monopoly Commission might say you might not be able to co- command 365 million streams. Yeah. But I mean, it, the, I mean, yeah. it's playing fair and it's playing fair. They're only going to play fair as in they'll let Spotify at the table, but at a price. Yeah. Yeah. If the price is right, you in. Yeah. So yeah, we just thought we'd bless you with that. So if there's any changes on that, we will update you. Do not worry. We've got you here at How to Kill an Hour. Now, Silicon Valley, would you say it's a place that's synonymous with beautiful people or would you say the stereotypes that come from Silicon Valley are more like nerds? I always people- thought Silicon Valley was a place where they got fake titties. Okay, now it's... <laughs> I see the logic. I understand. But no. <laughs> it's where uh, there are many startup companies and tech companies yep. in, in, in a valley. Yeah. Uh, a Silicon Valley is basically a description of an area where there is a lot of technology groups together okay. working. Okay. And, and this is in and, California? Uh, yes, California. Okay. Yeah. And uh, But there are other areas which you could call like Silicon Valleys and stuff like in, is it Shangshun? I always say it wrong in Japan. Yeah. Like when we met the guys from Insta360, they're yeah. from there yeah. and, and a lot of great technological uh, uh, developments yeah. like DJI happen over there. Yeah. Uh, but yes. And there's a UK one. What's it called? Is there something, Covidor? Something... The M, it's not the M4. Is that where everyone gets their lips done? Uh, Silicon Fen? No, there's there's M4 Corridor. It might be that one where there's a lot of tech companies sprinkled, but that's the UK version of it. Reading and Bracknell becoming the UK Silicon Valley? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, mate. That's uh, that's anyway, that wasn't my point. Okay, so apparently, large companies and small companies alike. They're contracting modelling agencies to add some spice to their office parties, like <laughs> mail order models, 
male and females. Okay, so it does come back to fake titties then. <laughs> <laughs> so the aim of this is, is, is to make the party not be so poor that no one turns up. So consequently, there's a company called Create Agency oh, that are reporting <laughs> that they are sending 25 women and five men to San Francisco gaming companies Christmas parties at $200 an hour. Uh, the mail order models are no joke. Uh, it's very serious. The companies like Create, C-R-E-8, work with what to uh, work with hand-picked models and ask them to sign NDAs so they can't reveal their models. Yep, yep. They have to learn names of employees and pretend that they are friends with certain them, certain ones. So they have to roll to a party. They have to be like, yeah, I work in HR with Dave, you know, mm -hmm. and do that. What are your thoughts on this, Funk? It sounds like borderline uh, pimping, escort agency. Um, yeah. In my, my estimations, they should really just stick to the coding and leave the, the PR side of things completely out of it. You mean... So you want their parties to just... You don't want someone to, to, to add a bit of a spruce to a party in the form yeah, of a physical, at, attractive physical person. Yeah, but look at the, this. They don't really want the whole... Um, effect of what's happened in Hollywood to kind of trickle over into their industry whereby people are getting exploited for the wrong reasons they're, act they're, they're using a human presence based on his physical attributes his or her physical attributes to what? further the endeavours of well okay well I'm presuming this is above board yeah yeah. and they're just doing it to have pretty people at parties to keep the, to get the vibe pumping yeah, you know like in certain clubs well, this is the thing this like is in the, certain this, clubs this you have a dancer that yeah. gets everyone going you have the dancers like yeah. come on guys yeah, yeah let's but dance. this is the argument that's obviously kind of taking place in the whole entertainment industry that whether it is above board or not if you explicitly kind of market that aspect you're you're kind of exploiting people so basically what they're trying to say is you can get this this vibe this natural vibe but do it organically take time how grow a personality <laughs> code one <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a problem with that man it's like having a it's like having a popular dj at a party yeah yeah you know i'll bring everyone along but you can just have some pretty looking people at a party i've got it, i've got to I, say they got a fuck if you got to say yeah listen you got a fucking employee <laughs> that's bad that's yeah. bad i don't yeah. i don't agree with that because yeah. that's just straight up prostitution yeah the problem is, is that if there is um, assets being brought in to a situation and the company is aware that these people, they're not actually staff per se. They're, des they're, they're designed to be a feature yeah. kind of thing. Then that feature, like most things, it, it, there's, there's going to be instances where it could be ex exploited i.e. these people could be exploited. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, is that whether we like it or not, we're moving into a whole different era. We're moving to a whole different age. We're having instances where no one thought in a million years that Kevin Spacey could have his career hurt. Ever. His new film, yeah, that was finished, they edited him out and put some old guy in it. Good. Little piece of shit. And that's what I'm trying to say. So we're at a stage now where... It doesn't matter how big the name is. The only person who really is like literally untouchable, he, he's like Neo in the Matrix and for some reason they can't tag him, is Donald Trump at yeah, the moment. Yeah. They've got all the dirt in them as, that they like and they can't make it stick. But everyone else, it's fair game. They're getting hit up. So a lot of companies have to be very careful with the way they project their, their image on a, on a, on a global yeah. scale because there's even been a lot of instances with some tech companies that I've been seeing online some game developers who are getting done for unfair dismissals and discrimination within the workplace and sexism and so forth 
misogyny and the kind of thing. So there needs to be a a, a conscious awareness that because yeah. this dialogue is out and open, what may have been acceptable 10, 15 years in the industry, bringing a set of people, liven things up, like, what is this, a Hugh Hefner party? Well, well those were those were above board though, weren't they? So they it was, were, it was they, cool for Hev. They were, cool for Hev. that's what I was going to say, but they were above board, but even... That was his job though, really. Exactly. To, his but job he, was, the, it was beautiful women on magazines, so yeah. it would be a surprise at his Christmas party if he employed everyone that he had in in his magazines you'd have a Hugh Hef party but that party was like his, his initial job was to sell the image and perception of beauty through women in his magazine and then an offshoot of it was the fact that he started to have wives license these women to kind yeah. of appear at parties as playboy bunnies yeah. again to do the same thing to hype up the image of the party and then obviously since his death everyone's just kind of realised that oh yeah that was a bit that was a bit effed kind of thing yeah, but I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like these poor guys have been working all year, coding all year. <laughs> What's wrong with a little bit of eye candy? A few guys, a few girls that look good. I'm not saying they have to be like, you know, I'm not saying they have to sleep. I mean, if they, they decide need- to do extras, that's their that's their thing. But I think the premise is some good looking people just to enjoy like, to big up the vibe of the party. I don't think that's that bad. They need to get on out of that cyber world, out of Tron. Yeah. That they're logged into out of Tron the, the, the cybernetic matrix world get into the real world and just develop real relationships like we've yeah. done but when you're working for those big companies they don't want you to go outside they want you to stay in <laughs> you've got free food every single day yeah. free food to eat and this is you've what got, these companies have done mm, they've said yoga for we'll, free you want pizza we'll deliver yeah, we'll it to pizza, you yeah. you want women as well we'll deliver it to you yeah. you want vibe we'll deliver it to you that's and 360 degree satisfaction from your employee Yeah, creates enjoying themselves though like they're doing really Really, really well it kind of harks to the dynamic that you find in a lot of these massive 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 companies like the facebook headquarters if you see the facebook headquarters it's literally like a man cave where you don't have to leave even if you know, unfortunately if you're a woman there it's still a man cave as well because all the attributes there are d- designed and designated for men like sweet food and computer games and okay there's stuff that women like as well but generically they're mm. designed for the the enjoyment of men and they're all in one place so the men don't have to leave mm. so a lot of these companies are are so powerful what they're saying is that we will create the environment for you yeah so you don't have to leave the ecosystem i'm for it funk's against it i'm for it <laughs> i'm down i'm like let them have some fun man let I'm them enjoy saying, their lives i'm saying like um uncle ben once told me with great power comes great responsibility. This is true. And this is true. And this is why somebody's rant about about Twitch is it has come to the forefront of my eyes. Now, um, it has been the opinion of certain streamers on Twitch. You know, Twitch, streaming website, people game on it. I'm aware it, of it. I don't it. use it, yeah. People can game on it. You can kind of vlog on it. It's a live streaming site. So you okay. can play a game and have live interaction with people. Now, um, there are... Uh, I kind of use it to watch like boxing matches when I don't want to pay (laughs) (laughs) I pretend I didn't do that Uh, so there's a pro streamer called Stephen Bono and he's become he's come with the opinion that Twitch is in danger of becoming a cam girl hangout and and Twitch should do something to prevent it from occurring now he's claiming that Twitch's genre of in real life streaming basically daily vlogging but in a stream format so it's like people just saying hey guys today mm-hmm. da, da, but you, mm-hmm. it's live what you're seeing yeah 
he's saying that it's at risk of becoming sexualized, okay? Because there are young women doing boring everyday stuff, right? See, I'm not sure if he's concerned about the welfare yeah, of women. It, yeah, well, well let, me, let me get to this. <laughs> this and he's calling them Twitch booby streamers. <laughs> so I'm going to describe. He's basically saying there, there are women that are on Twitch TBS. that are just wearing low-cut tops mm-hmm. and doing a little bit of streaming. And their main aim is to get GIFs and streams and views. And the only tool that they're using is their boobies. And he is thoroughly against these booby streamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. he thinks they're turning the world of Twitch upside down. Okay. No. Thoughts? For me, I'm like, you sound like a fucking hater. He <laughs> sounds like a hater. Sounds like a hater. I think he realizes that because he ain't got no titties, he can't compete <laughs> and his, his money's going to get fucked up. That's what he sounds He sounds like a, a, a worried Listen, guy yeah. backed up against the wall. Listen. And they're going to get some serious numbers. Exactly. Uh, the same thing. Are you, like, are you trying to tell me, are there some people on, I'm going to use YouTube for example, are there some people on YouTube that have viewers that watch them because they're beautiful? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there females? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there males? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are also people that like what they talk about. Mm. There might be some people whose, lick, whose looks surpass... <laughs> Oh, cheers, Bill. Thanks. <laughs> you're, right, you're right there, Bill. The mic's off, though, isn't it? No, it's no, not. No, no. Oh, Billy, Billy is cheers, half past dead. Billy is so sick that he's just sharing his... Jo- if you ever come to the studio, don't go on mic three, yeah, yeah until Billy has disinfected it. And poured- I've, got, I've got my hand sanitizer ready, man. It needs more than that. We need to dip <laughs> that in some Dettol. It's for me. You know what, Billy, actually, just so you know, he actually blew his nose on the mic. That wasn't oh, a tissue. He blew his nose on yeah, the mic, yeah. yeah. It's soggy, bruv. It's dripping wet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but I was saying, but are there people that people look at because they're pretty more than because of their content? Yes, there has. Yeah. In every media format, there are people. Like, I've got a mate who's a really, really good musician. Yeah. He really loves live musicians, but he's in love with Taylor Swift. And yeah. you ask him why, he goes, because yeah. I love the way she looks. Uh-huh. But you've got people that just fancy Beyonce yeah. and they might listen to her music or watch her music because they fancy her. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Some yeah. people prefer the way people look. And if you're not happy with what you're bringing to the table on your output mm. and you're, you can't look at other... No, if you're not happy with the numbers you're getting compared to others, yeah, either you have to work on your content, getting more numbers, mm. or, or just lump it, bruv. Don't so start blaming other people. So you're saying, trust in your content, fam. Yeah. Trust in your content. Just deliver more content, man. Don't you think he's got... Uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, of course. Don't you think he's got a legitimate... Um, um, a grievance beef is it worth because even though Twitch is, wasn't designed for any one specific uh, specific kind of uh, community online when a community like what she represents gets hold of it I mean we've seen it with Instagram the numbers of oh, yeah. like fitness women or uh, women who kind of wear bikinis their numbers are, are crazy of compared course. to anyone else who's putting any other, any other content of course so is it a case of he feels that his market is going to be um, divided and he's going to lose I mean is it it's not as simple as as kind of your content is strong enough to maintain your audience in in the in the modern era there's always these distractions which can come I went on there to you might go in there to look at some some cheat codes it's, oh some boobies I'm going to go down here and you go down a wormhole you, there you go you're lost <laughs> you're lost but you know I think it comes down to a classic lyric in a song it's like that 
And that's the way it is. <laughs> it always will be, bruv. There are always going to be people yeah, who but use I'm gonna their hit, good looks. I'm going to hit you for Never Live It from a classic song. Never trust a big butt and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know. But I think he's, I think the gentleman in question or, or the people that are unhappy with this need to kind of just realise that there's areas of the internet where people can find content like that solely yeah. and if that's really what they're into looking at a pretty girl yeah the internet's like 99 percent porn or whatever yeah? yeah they'll go to porn yeah? yeah but if someone else's twitch's channel is doing better than you you just have to make sure you kick ass content wise now the biggest youtuber in the world uh who i don't even want to mention his name very racist guy <laughs> said some ra- said some racist things bro but yeah. the biggest youtuber is in the world begins with a p yeah is he the, the biggest one in the world yeah bruv he okay yeah he's a he and he don't back off his top he doesn't do he doesn't even do like the maddest craziest video edits and stuff like that okay so with that being said he's proven that his content wins yeah he's a good looking guy but i don't Mm. think his his content revolves around that now if this guy is worried about the internet being corrupted Mm. yeah if you then go onto a website so youtube's a website if you go to a website like porn something.com that same YouTuber ain't going to be the most searched person. But is this person that's airing this grievance, is it because he's on the, the trajectory up and he's, he's establishing, whereas that YouTuber that we won't mention, he's already established, so he's no one's a threat to him anymore? Maybe it's a case of that? I'm going to guess that this person... I'm going to guess that they're in a position where they've had too much time to think about this. Okay. You get me? I've, I, I, I think, you know, let's, let's look at Steve Bonnell's numbers, man. I reckon he's probably a sick streamer but at the same time like you know yeah but he's got a decent amount of twitter followers i'm trying to find his link but like at the same time it doesn't even matter how but many he, followers he's is got. he calvin harris in the game or is he like i don't know on the way up i don't know enough about twitch to know who their top twitch top twitch streamers are but yeah. i don't know top twitch top 10 i don't know let's let's see what the top streamers are man but Have twitch isn't like a platform where i think even if you was in the top five so the top people have Two million followers. Yeah, and that's the thing because I think it's the platform itself. Yeah, it's still a niche platform as opposed to YouTube. YouTube, you can be in the top fifty, mm. and you're still smashing doing. It. Yeah, it's still it's, smashing. It's it. getting big though, but Twitch getting big. So he's not okay. a top Twitcher. So maybe maybe it's just a comment from somebody who wants to stir the pot. But you know, my opinion is is that. Do you know what this is? Yeah. Wait for it. You ready, Billy? This is a nervous Twitch. <laughs> 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 Episode nine. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spunk. <laughs> Bringing it to the table. He's um, on fire. Netflix have been throwing some shade around around Christmas time this year. They have released some very interesting listening figures from specific users of Netflix. So <laughs> they've told us that one person in the UK has made it a daily ritual to watch the B movie. They've watched it 357 times during the year of 2017. What? The, the B, mo- B movie. Yeah, B- yeah. The one with the, the actual B, the cartoon. Yeah, 357 times during 2017 they've watched it. So they've watched it more than once a day because 2017 ain't over yet, baby. Uh, Even though in France, the most viewed movie is Shrek Forever After, in Germany, it has repeat viewings of Ocean's Eleven. So Germany are are killing it, those films. In America, one viewer clocked up 365 viewings of Pirates Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. So basically watch it every day. Yeah. What even the that, fuck? even that person really, really, really loves Johnny Depp. Or yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> what film have you watched the most, and how many times? Oh man, I haven't watched a film more than in my lifetime. I haven't watched it. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say there's a title I've watched more than twenty times. No, actually, I say between twenty. No, actually, I said I think I've watched over thirty times. Um, <laughs> bless you, Billy. Um, Coming to America. I think I know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, I generally, the reason why in I would ha- watch How many f- years is that in there? Sorry. Oh, yeah, but that's over a span of since it first came out. Yeah. The only time I would watch a film consistently is when it is kind of being projected onto me, like like the Christmas specials and mm. it's a film with like Home Alone. Yeah. Everyone's seen that God knows how many times. times. Yeah, yeah, because that comes on every year. But I wouldn't, independently watch a film again and again there isn't a film title out there that uh, even i said oh yeah i'd watch this film again i'd watch that film again but yeah matrix is good yeah shawshank is good yeah. there's imdb top 10 but i wouldn't really draw for it again and again and again and again i got a theory behind some of these repeat viewings though i've got a short attention span yeah Who, what's your favorite uh, it's the director <laughs> trying to rack up royalties isn't it He's just watching it. Could, it's, could, it's could be that. <laughs> hey, look, keep us on. Uh, I think I watched Sin City about 10 times. I really? I really was infatuated about it. Okay. Over the course of a year. Mm, once a month. It's and a good film, yeah. Yeah, we, it's just different, isn't it? Better than the second one. Oh, yeah, the second one was trash. But um, just because it was trying to be like, a, let's do another one. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah, like they yeah. put as much effort into yeah. it. But I, I, have a, I have a theory, right? You're a teenager. You got Netflix and you know every time you go to Netflix you can continue watching the thing that you were last watching. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you might just start it again because it's the first thing that you're watching you might want to start it again. Okay. What if it, these people are teenagers that want to go home for a cheeky wank and don't want to get their mum or dad listening put the film <laughs> loud. B-movie must have music in it, right? Or it must be quite loud and you think let me put on a nice friendly film that's not going to make me start thinking of weird things. <laughs> get me? Come home, swat, like, whack the movie on, whack one off and then go sleep and the rest of the movie plays. But Come home, continue watching. The, the problem That's what is, it sounds like. The problem with a B movie is that if, if I think it's the movie that I'm talking about, it's about um, a young black girl around the age of like six or seven who goes into a spelling bee 
So I'm not sure it's the kind of like material you want to have on the TV. It is that, that film, isn't it? Film? That's the film with bees in it. It's a film with there's bees another film in it. Co- there's another film called Bee Movie though. Uh, this Bee Movie is one with actual bees in it. Oh, there's a there's a cartoon one and there's another one. Yeah, this is the cartoon one. Oh, okay. So the, is, both of them are on Netflix though. Yeah, with actual bees in it. I think it's a wanker. I think it's a wanker that's doing it. I think it's someone's coming home, knocking one out, and they don't want mum to hear, so they put on the same old film. It makes sense though, doesn't it? And because it's a film, it doesn't. it's like, oh, he's watching TV, bless him, I won't disturb him. Mum, I'm watching my films again, don't disturb me. But what are the chances are that, that your, your, your mum or your guardian is going to be in the house every single day at that same time that you need to put that? Stay at be, home, mum or dad. Because this person has, oh, okay, yeah, it's that film then, the one with the, yeah. What but in all, in all fairness, the the B movie with the the cartoon B that's that's quite a that's quite a funny. It might be just someone with kids. Oh, or the kid that's yeah. going. I want to watch my film again. Yeah, yeah. And that's I've, that's and likely. I, that's more likely. And I've, <laughs> I've more seen, likely see. I've seen some parents literally use Netflix as a pacifier, and yeah. they they put on the same program. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah. it's not the wanky one. Uh, fifth. 53 people watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18, sta- 18 days. Netflix said on Twitter, who hurt you? Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Man, so they've been out there roasting people. I mean, they could be lying because they're Netflix, but something tells me about these stats that they're real. Yeah. Uh, the pacification theory is the one that really works for me the best. Yeah. Uh, also, um, ugh, God, I think I've got Billy's cold. Mm-hmm. Cheers, Bill. Um, Facebook, apparently. But I mean, I'm, I'll just brush this real quick. But a former vice president, president of Facebook called Chamath Palipitiya. Well yeah. done. Is that his right name? Yeah. Palipitiya. He expressed his concern. He was basically expressing concerns, stating that he thinks Facebook is programming us mm-hmm. via dopamine hits that we get when we get likes and notifications. He's been listening to the show. Hey, he know, I mean, we've mentioned this before and he thinks that they're becoming the new civil discourse and lead to mis-cooperation, misinformation and mistruth by hitting us with the dopamine at the right time. When we look at certain bits of Facebook, they can juke us with other bits of information and yeah. feed them to us. Yeah. Um, uh, he says he feels a tremendous guilt. Like he thinks we, he says we all knew in the back of our minds, even though we feigned this whole line of, uh, there probably aren't, aren't any bad unintended consequences. I think deep, deep, deep back in the recesses of our mind, we knew something bad could happen, but I think that we, def- <laughs> but the way we defined it was not like this. Now, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, man, you're such a shithead because when you were getting your, <laughs> when, when, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's the, the most polite, way I could describe someone who when Mark Zuckerberg was um, signing off your checks and all that kind of stuff you didn't think that you was yeah. uh, creating world evil did yeah. you? did you mate? when you when you went to the showroom and picked up your Ferrari uh, based off your, your checks from um, Mr. Mr. Zuckerberg yeah. you was no way uh, 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 on God's green earth thinking of the ramifications of this 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 potentially destructive force exactly that you was building but hindsight is a wonderful thing retrospect is a wonderful thing because it it shows us to all be enlightened individuals and we all woke after (laughs) getting uh, a knock on the head 
from a, a baseball and we can all kind of reflect on the error of our ways. And uh, Mr. Um, yes, I don't have the name in front of me, so I'm not going to attempt it. Palapit, Palapit, I can't do it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All due respect, I can't do it again. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. That was, that was a trick. I just I just led you into that. Palapataya. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, has now kind of assumed a position of um, wokeness. He's woke. Yeah. Stay woke, kids. Yeah. Redirecting the the new generation and to the away from the kind of the past um evers and in and indiscrepancies he's caused whilst being at this this large company but the thing is that's also quite annoying he admits in the interview which i saw on a, a channel 4 uh post that he's only posted something like three or four times on facebook in the past 7 years wow so i've always felt to myself that's been a common trend I've known of a lot of. That's a bit bookie. Yeah, of course it is. A, a lot of these individuals who have played massive, massive parts. I'm talking about the original inception mm-hmm. programming, um, building the, the the infrastructure, which later not the people that come afterwards and they join Facebook when it's uh, like number one on the the, the kind of footsie 100 I'm not talking about those kind of people I'm talking about people that are there in the inception when Mark Zuckerberg was still in halls kind of in (laughs) (laughs) the the period of time where uh, social media um, the film was based around those people who kind of knew what they were getting into at the beginning they never really used Facebook or Twitter or any of those social medias like the people it was designed for so they kind of represent what it is to be the drug dealer. Biggie famously said, never get high on your own supply. Never get high on your own supply. And it seems like what they've done is they've put a product on the market, a very addictive product, which they're not addicted to because they understand how dangerous it is, but they, they're they very comfortable to peddle it. Mm. Which is quite ironic considering. But you know what? I mean, I, I reckon stay woke understand that Facebook is there to take information from you. Mm-hmm. So just, if you're aware of that, you're safe. But I feel like we are aware of it, but many aren't. But I don't think it is just there to take information from you because obviously around the, the, the point in time when we had our own UK general elections, we saw the way Facebook was able to kind of manipulate and control. Ooh, and obviously yeah. in America, we've still got this ongoing thing where um, uh, Donald Trump is playing catch me if you can when they're trying to pin the tail, the Russian tail (laughs) (laughs) on his donkey behind in regards to the whole um, US elections, which is now two years ago. By the time they actually kind of get enough evidence that I don't have enough already, he'll he'll be out of office anyway. Do you reckon? Yeah, look, we're halfway through his like... Huh? It's been two years, isn't it? Okay, feels like two years. Yeah, they say time travels fast when you're having fun. All right. Yeah, so quarter of a way. And then um, it just feels like Facebook, even then, is able to kind of create a hive mentality and extrapolate exaggerations of, 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 of social trends. Yeah. So you, if you're someone who is of kind of a weak disposition mentally, you kind of, fall into the mix of 
oh, I don't know which way I'm going to vote, but mm, everyone's saying that Nike trainers are the best, so Nike trainers are the best kind of thing, one of those kind of moments. So Facebook has the ability to take the people who sit in the middle ground and on the fence and... Push, and move them. And move them. So they are the political power of the world. Yeah. They are the new world order. Yeah. Wow. And all from a website that used to just put pictures of you getting drunk in a nightclub. Yeah. Um, crazy. I mean, what's interesting in that, um, in that post, I was reading through, I like to read the comments of the average day-to-day individual, what they think of, and kind of, I'll have my own initial opinion, and yeah. then I'll kind of look and read at what other people are saying. A lot of people were um, quite defensive of his comments, even though he was putting out a statement which was quite um, looking out for you, big brotherish, the yeah. nanny state. Yeah. It's like, hey, hold on, like, be careful there. Like, drugs can kill you kind of thing. He was kind of coming from that perspective. A lot of people pushed back. A lot of people were, st- were quick to point out the the obvious benefits. Mm. Oh, I can connect with my family in Australia. Oh, I can see pictures of my grandchildren that I haven't seen in God knows how many years. Oh, no. And so they were ignoring the, the long-term damaging consequences of Facebook, which is what he was hinting at, that socially over a long period of time, the way we interact with each other is being eroded. And we're looking at a new era of, Fuckery. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on it as usual with Facebook, but you know, be woke. Stay woke, kids. Yes, Stay man. woke. Uh, another social media app platform. Everyone love Vine. Remember? Vine returns. Vine shut down. Vine and it's back, man, in the form of Vine 2. Vine 2. <laughs> I saw, I retweeted the, the image um, when it came on social media. I was like, oh, bloody hell. You've been away so long, but your imagination has improved. Yeah. You called it Vine Vine 2. Nah, Vine, it, yeah, it's Vine like Squared. It. it looks like Vine Squared. People like to come back. So I like it, Vine 2. I like it. People like it, a reboot. <laughs> so we're going to go for a reboot. What's it going to have? 12 seconds instead of six? That Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Two, two seconds instead of six. Uh, so the co-founder, Dan Hoffman, uh, made Vine one. Mm. It was purchased by Twitter, and they shut it down at the start of 2017. It feels like ages ago that uh, it spawned a lot of creators to move onto other platforms like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I think Paul Logan, Logan yeah. Paul, Logan yeah. Paul. That was it. He was like the most prominent Vine guy and King Back. They batch. They just moved over to Insta TV and movies. Well, they're doing well. very well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, batches on. Uh, a Netflix film I saw the other yeah, day yeah I think he's a producer on that film you know yeah. uh, most of them uh, most of all we don't know much else about Vine 2 but after Vine 1 worked and then they fucked it off what are we thinking about Vine 2 could Vine come back because I like the si- I like the 6 second format I think it encouraged you to be creative within a very small amount of space and a lot of people that said the comedians and people that were funny on it couldn't transgress people, people went up well, the transition that some of those comedians have made, some made successfully, some didn't, because of the of a percentage, there's so many stars on Vine that I don't see on the obvious similar platforms like Instagram or or Twitter, or even their Twitter followings are really, really small because they concentrate a lot of their content and material on Vine. What happened in that interim period between Vine disappearing and 
the other social media platforms being aware of that is that they kind of up the space in the room. Everyone's everyone's increased the rooms of their properties. Um, Twitter, they got more characters. Mm. Insta got longer videos. Snapchat got more features. Facebook got. Do you know what I mean? So we're at a space now where if Vine was to come back, it couldn't occupy six seconds anymore because everyone's doing bigger and better things, literally. So what does Vine need to do then? Does it need to be a minute long then? Does it need to be... Well, that's why I kind of touched on that thing, that Vine 2. What's it going to have? Like 12 seconds or... I that's... What's that, Bill? I think it should stay at six seconds. Why? That, that is what made Vine so popular, was yeah, the six that, to seven that, seconds. And key, it was looping as well. The key word is was there. There's, and it's... The 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 attention span of of audiences these days is like I mean Twitter is always bringing up new updates or changing I mean just this week they've changed the the layout of the the app again mm-hmm. kind of thing after they've um, increased they haven't added too much it's just just an ability to add threads they've added no but if they've changed the as well as adding a feature they've changed the look of it as well so that's only a month after increasing the word count. Mm. So you'd have to think in the months that um, Vine has been away, what updates could it come back? It has to come back, not just new, it has to come back with new Different, features. Yeah. I yeah. think the six seconds, there's space for it. Because if you look at a load of your viral videos now on Facebook or yeah. Twitter, they yeah. are 10 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. So I think there is there is space for it. It just has to do... The reason it died originally was because monetization. Yeah. They felt, the creators felt that Vine wasn't doing enough to help them earn money from their content, which is why they went to Facebook and Instagram because mm-hmm. companies were willing to pay for them for their content. But that could have been solved easily if Vine had sold out to one of the, the big boys like Facebook or whatever when the offers came in because because they held out that was at the detriment of the content creators. Twitter bought Vine before it had even released. Yeah. Before it had even gone public, Twitter bought it. Yeah. But I mean, Twitter... They're not, Twitter was having its own problems then because Twitter is not making any profit. But I still... Yeah, guys going back to Twitter, do Twitter... Will Twitter still exist in 10 years? Which I think it will. Mm. But it just needs to find new ways of getting investors. Yeah. But the key thing is, how can Vine reinvent itself... I'm not sure it can. It might be a MySpace situation. When um, Justin Timberlake kind of bought MySpace and it tried to revamp it and it came back and it was just like, uh, yeah, it looks new, looks nice, but... Who bought it? Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Was it Timbo that bought it? Yeah. yeah. Justin Timberlake. He, yeah, I don't bro. think he could bring it back. He's powerful, but you need powers to bring that back, bro. You can't even bring yourself back. <laughs> hey. No one will ever... Facebook's got a monopoly now. No one will bring out a Facebook competitor and win. Yeah. Facebook's too big. Never say never, kids. Look what Facebook's never done to Skype. Never. Facebook's basically killed Skype, man. I used to be on Skype. All this, I used to love Skype. Skype and AIM. MSN a- Messenger. Yeah. AOL Instant Messenger. You're WhatsApp now, though, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't need. But I mean, Skype, once Facebook incorporated, because Facebook acquired Skype, didn't they? They no, did. Microsoft. No, no, Microsoft. Microsoft. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then the Facebook caller is inco- built into their messenger. Yeah, app. it's built into their messenger. But so I don't, make, I don't so no one uses that, though, do they? What, the Facebook caller? Yeah, like 
Yeah, I don't use it. No, but the, the messenger feature of it is basically Skype. Yeah. How interesting. Mm. Mm. So unless Vine is coming back to form the basis of an acquisition, that might be an in, that that might be the best. Well, the new the new Vine will be separate from Twitter. It'd be like its own company. No, what I'm saying is is that if Vine comes back and shows that there is still um, a demand for it, then it can make itself look an attractive for a takeover from a buyer, rather yeah. than rather than being vacant and 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 wanting to get bought out. So if it comes back, shows it's it's willing, there's promise, there's a there's a there's just a demand for it in the market that if someone buys it, can that then that then that they then can take it on to the next stage. I mean, I'm looking forward to Vine because I was on Vine when it first when it first was at its infancy. Yeah, and I saw it all the way through to the end. Yeah, I just I just I got on it a bit too late. Yeah, but um, I I would I'd go I'd go back to it. Yeah, I was on it from I was on it from in day dot inception, but. The levels at which Instagram has progressed now, I think Instagram has killed. Instagram has taken the head of Snapchat for me. I think it has. I think it's, it's literally it's come like um, what's the guy from Highlander? What's his name? McLeod. It's taken the head of, and that's and the people saying that you could never have had anything better than Snapchat, and nothing could have taken over Snapchat. Never. When you see that, it's it's a it's a full on truth that yeah, someone can come along and just say, hey. Uh, Got to copy your idea and uh, yeah, you made yeah. it. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! He did it, man. He did yeah. it. Uh, anyway, this has been How to Kill an Hour. I've been Marcus Bronzy. I've been Funk Butcher. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Funk, what would you say the easiest way for somebody to find out more about the show would be? howtokillanhour.com I'd even say just put in the words how to kill an hour into Google and you will actually see us do your Googles do your Googles Uh, also everything we spoke about in today's show find links to via the show description in the meantime there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there I've been Marcus Bronsi I've been Funk Butcher again thank you for killing some time with us Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.